What's up, everyone? Alex here, AJNashville.com. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have had a fantastic week. Those of you that follow me on Facebook, you saw me post earlier this week when I said, um, you know, work on attracting your people. Your people are your people, and sometimes you're going to deflect people that are not meant to be within your circle, and that's okay. And that's really what I want to base this podcast off of today. It's it's about attracting the right people and deflecting those who aren't. I think a lot of us or a lot of people or people just in general have spent too much time trying to attract everybody and hoping that everybody accepts them and hoping that everybody is in their sphere and everybody is in a situation where they like them. And the fact of the matter is that's just not possible. When we look at a situation where people are spending time trying to get everyone to to, to like them, what we find is that we have a situation where people aren't being themselves or we find situations where people aren't being outspoken about things that they believe in or things that are within their ethical sphere or whatever it may be because they're afraid that they're going to get people that dislike them because of their beliefs or their thoughts or their upbringings or whatever it may be. Now, here's my response to that. Eight billion people in the world. And when I first started saying this, I actually stole this from a friend of mine, good friend of mine, Mr. Greg Pease. Uh, That number started off with 7.8 billion people. And I will say this much. It wasn't that long ago that I started saying that. And by the time I end this podcast, the 8 billion people will turn into 8 billion and some change. And by the time you hear this again in six months from now, the 8 billion might be 8.1 billion. I don't know. But what I do know is it's a lot of people on this earth. They're not all meant to like you. They will not all like you. In fact, if you had 0.000001% that did like you, you would have way too many people that liked you and you couldn't manage all the relationships. So fuck people that don't like you. Imagine living a life where you're having to act or entertain or remember your role. It would be like being an actor, except you're an actor of multiple movies that are all playing at once. Does any of that sound familiar? Has anybody that's listened to this ever done that? You have to remember your role with the specific person that you're around and it's exhausting. You know why it's exhausting? Because it's not authentically you. It's not the person that you were raised to be. It's not the person that you believe you are. You see it a lot nowadays with politics, right? It's easier for people to be quiet and not say anything than it is for them to say something. Or how about the people that send private messages to someone and they say things like, hey, I agree with you 100%, but I didn't want to say anything publicly because I didn't want to be attacked. Attacked? It's up to you if you engage in combat with people that have things to say on the internet, right? You know the easiest thing to do? Three little dots. Click, block, move on. Tact, tact, T-A-C-T, tact. It's something that we have to utilize when we encounter people that we don't agree with. We just have to move on. We can do it with tact. It's okay. It's okay for two people not to believe the same thing. In fact, it should be embraced. You can't grow if everybody thinks the same thoughts. You can't innovate if everybody follows the same norm. You can't find solutions if everybody agrees on the same thing. We are not lemmings. We are individuals. We were raised differently. We believe different things, and it's okay. Find the people that believe the same things as you. Find the people that should be in your circle, the average of five. Those should be the people that you're really close to. Imagine 
imagine being like, let's say a real estate agent, right? And I use that because obviously you guys know that that that's my sphere of people. I'm a lender. I deal a lot with the real estate people. So I'm going to use this as an example. Imagine being a real estate agent, having an individual you have to work with for the next 30 days. And you hate having conversations with the people because they believe something completely different than you, but you're doing it because you got to make that money. But you're miserable because what they talk about, you don't believe in, but you have to fake like you do. And you have to remember that lie, by the way, if they say, man, my favorite color is blue. And you're like, oh, really? Mine is too. The next time you're with them, you have to remember, was it blue or was it purple or was it black or was it green? I can't remember. It was one of the colors. Which color? I don't know. Then you perform and then they close and then they move on and then they potentially introduce you to other people whose favorite color is blue as well. And then the vicious circle starts all over again. Punt, move on. Plenty of people in this world, plenty of people that align exactly with your beliefs. In fact, so much so that there's a portion of the world that believes the world is flat I will go ahead and tell you right now, I do not believe the world is flat. In fact, if you believe the world is flat, we can disagree. We will disagree. It's okay. You have a right as an American to believe in the things you want to as long as it doesn't intervene or interfere with my pursuit of life, liberty, or happiness. In fact, we can have discussion on why my belief is that it's round and your belief of why it's flat. And you may bring up some valid points that cause me to question some of the things that I believe. And that's okay. That's healthy. We should. The fact that we can't communicate things like that anymore for fear of retaliation or something of that nature is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But it's also okay. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't want to be friends with people that think the world is flat. You don't have to. You're not required to. We just move on. We find new friends. How many of you right now still have the same friends that you had ever since you were in high school? You talk to them on a daily basis. I can tell you right now there's very few of you. You know why? Because as we mature and as we grow, so do our beliefs and our thoughts. So do our goals and our destinations. And as those things progress, not everybody stays up. In fact, we sometimes make new friends because the fact of the matter is we're the average of five. That's the saying, right? You're you're the average of five. You're the average of the five closest people to you. And as we grow, we can either choose to bring those average up with us and grow together. Or sometimes we need to rotate one out to bring one in. It doesn't mean you have to escape that person as a friend. It just means they're not your person that you typically would associate with because your mindset has changed and developed differently. And that's okay. You're not here to agree with everybody on this earth. Your opinion of something can differ. In fact, your opinion can differ so much that you can express it. And if the people don't like it, it's okay. They're just not your people. Time to move on. I'm telling you all this today because I want you to be authentically you and I want you to be in a position where it's just your thoughts. Not the thoughts that are pre-programmed to us to believe the things we have to believe because of the environment we're in. People are going to accept you for you and if they don't, it's okay. They're not your people. Let them reject you. They save you a lot of time and a lot of heartache. Imagine if you entered into a relationship with a man or a woman And you knew within 30 seconds if you were going to connect or not. Wouldn't that make dating a lot easier? 
But the fact of the matter is people are typically fake. They're fake up front. When I meet you, it's like, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, I love football. I don't like football. I don't hate football. Football's not my thing. I don't watch it. It's just not my thing. It's not that I dislike it. If there's football on the TV, I'll watch it. But if we engage in a conversation, you start talking about football, I'm not going to nod my head and agree with you because I have no freaking clue what you're talking about. You could tell me that Steve McNair is still the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans, and I wouldn't know any different. I just don't follow it. And that's okay. You're allowed to discuss those things, but I'm not the person that's right to discuss them with you because I have no idea what you're talking about. It doesn't mean that we can't be friends. It just means that we can't talk about that topic because I don't know anything about it. And if you choose not to be friends with me because I know nothing about football, that's your choice and that's okay. We don't have to be friends. God didn't step down on this earth and say, hey, you guys are required to be friends. In fact, we have choices. As American citizens, we have the right to disagree. We have the right to voice our opinion. We have a right to have difference in opinion. That's what the liberty has provided to us, right? That's the freedoms that are allotted to us, which are much different than some of the other countries out there. But the fact of the matter is because of other people's opinions, we typically get in positions where we won't express them because we're afraid of what people think. Imagine that. Imagine having the freedom to do so, but don't because you're afraid. Meanwhile, you have people in other countries that are afraid, but not because of words, not because of what other people may think but because of their government suppression or their social credit score. Imagine being the same prisoner as those people, but living in a free country where we could. Think about that. I'm not asking you to go out and share everything that you think on Facebook or social media or anything like that. In fact, I don't engage in politics or religion because it's a non-winning situation If we talk about those things in person, we can discuss those things. And if they get out of hand, we can stop talking about them. It's okay. The funny thing is, if we're talking in person, you're likely my people. If you weren't, we wouldn't be talking. Or if we find out that you're not, we'll stop talking and it's okay. Take it as a blessing to find your people quickly and to deflect the people that aren't quickly. That means it saves you a lot of time to intermingle with the people that belong where you're at. That's where the real growth is done. That's where we find ourselves in positions where we can now communicate and we can now grow and we can now do some things that we couldn't do if we surrounded ourselves with people that were being fake for the sake of being together. I'm hoping this message finds you well. I'm hoping that you're doing great. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks again for spending, what are we at, 11 minutes, 11 minutes of your day with me. I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. Do me a favor, by the way, if somebody that, you know, is my people and that this is a podcast that they should hear because it would, it would resonate or connect with them. Well, please do me a favor and share this with them. I made a statement a while back and I said, I want to impact a million people in a positive way. And this podcast is one way to do so, but I can only do that. If you help me share this with people that you know, that should hear this as well. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope you're doing well.